Good afternoon, everybody. Afternoon? You're assuming everybody's drinking in the afternoons? Yeah, well, I mean, right now this is our first COVID uh, podcast while we are in quarantine in beautiful Renton, Washington right now. Mm -hmm. Um, We have to, so you probably notice the sound's going to be a little bit different. Uh, We uh, have Joel from Brewery uh, Brewery Travels, and he's a, a... a blogger, and we are Skyping with him, well, Zooming with him. Mm-hmm. So we had to do things a little bit differently, so we're going to be on our computer today, opposed to our, our microphone setup that we normally have. But we are still doing the same things, you know, we're visiting a little bit less breweries now because we can't. We can't. But Rubens has been releasing some fantastic beers, so i just been rifling through them. Right now I'm drinking a Kavik, uh Crikey. So it's their Crikey with Kavik Yeast. And Sam? Uh, I've got the Jammy Pants from Great Notion Brewing. It's a beautiful color. Uh, but, you know, besides being a whole sour type thing. I think it's going to be more sweet than sour if I had to I assume it's going to be pretty tart. In my yeah. But anyway, I uh, hope you guys enjoy. All right. Welcome, Joel. How's it going? Yeah, good. How are you? It's nice to get to meet you guys. Yeah. Uh, I know it's well. As much as you can meet someone right now, at least. You yeah, know I mean, super exciting right times now, to be drinking a lot of that going on. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyways, welcome to the podcast. We're actually recording already because why the hell not? Awesome. So, uh, uh, with us we have Joel from uh, Brewery Travels. Is that what is that what your uh, blog is called? Yeah. Yeah. I guess that, that that would be what I'm. I guess best known for on social media, at least. You know what? We our, our original intent was us trying to do the same thing, but just within the state of Washington. So I'm a little yeah. jealous that you are going around the United States, going to different breweries and such. Like, how did? Yeah. That... No. I I've been I've been very lucky with kind of the opportunities uh, that I've been able to have. My wife worked as a travel nurse for a year. Okay. Um, so we we kind of bounced around and lived in some different places around the country and. Uh, you know, and even once we move back to Milwaukee, we still make it a priority to travel whenever we can. Um, obviously, right now, that's not exactly happening, but we do have stuff in the works, and we had stuff booked that's now just getting pushed back to hopefully to, to later dates. Well, that's good. Yeah, well, we're in the same boat with uh, our yeah. our vacation got canceled. Where are you based out of now? Are you in the Seattle area or? No, I'm uh, I'm in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh, okay, so, cool. Yep, so I've, I've been kind of lived in oregon new hampshire tennessee california um but we've been based in wisconsin uh our families are both from the midwest and grew up in the midwest so how is the milwaukee beer scene i've never made out to milwaukee it's high on my list i want to go to a brewer's game and i want to drink a lot of beer things i want to do but those are both things you can do very easily in milwaukee uh I, i i love the scene here uh we don't have the sheer numbers uh, compared to some of like the the West Coast kind of big boys, you know, Seattle, Portland, San Diego, uh, but we're we're definitely up there, and we have a lot of good quality breweries that are more centrally located within the city. Um, off the top of my head, to give them shoutouts, like you know, Eagle Park, eighteen forty, Lakefront, City Lights, which I'm drinking right now, um, Third Space, lot, lots of good stuff, and a lot of them are obviously on tap at Miller Park if you get there too. So you know, it's it's not just although it's no longer <laughs> going to be called Miller Park. I bet you know oh, the name. Changing the name. Yeah, they're going to be unfortunately, which it's literally like I don't, I don't really, really do the not like the big beer, non-independent stuff. But 
Miller was literally kind of the perfect sponsor yeah. for the stadium for the Brewers. Right. But no, it's now going to be like American Family Insurance, like AmFam Parker. Oh, or something okay. Like that. Uh, they, they, so like Safeco. Rather unfortunate. Yeah. 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 Our field is, which is T-Mobile Park now, and they made it bright pink. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that'll. I've I've been to I've been to I think sixteen or seventeen MLB stadiums, and that's one of them. And I really love going up along the first base line and being able to kind of see up the skyline and everything. Just oh, that's really yeah. yeah. If you caught it on a sunny day, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, we were there. We were there. It was windy, but it was sunny. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes sunny, but very, very cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So um, let's just get going. So you are doing an NCAA style tournament for beer cities in the United States. Yes. That is. Uh, so. Awesome. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, that's an awesome concept. I have actually done that before with my friends, ranking my friends. <laughs> How are you doing the voting? So it's all done. So I actually, prior to the Beer City one, I also did a, a Brewery Madness one, which was 64 breweries from all around the country. Uh, that one I kind of seed and selected myself, which was difficult. This one was a little bit different. But uh, they're all done just on public polls on Twitter. Okay. Um, they're each – they're each is 23 hour polls and then it gives me time to get all things set up uh i don't do more than eight in a day so like the first round took four days uh we're just getting into the second round now so there's still a lot of time going on and then once we get you know done with the second round then each round gets its own day so you know be a total of 10 days i think across the whole thing um kind of spread it out a little bit but it's been it's been a lot of fun it's it's really interesting to kind of see how things all shake out Mm. i mean i i personally love anything that involves ncaa's tournament style like Absolutely. Anything. Uh, we didn't get to have it this year because the tournament, even though I'm a Washington Husky fan and we sucked, so I wasn't you know too worried about it. But I'm surprised <laughs> you and your friends aren't betting on this right now. I mean, I've already shared it with my friends and we've okay. already had long discussions about it. <clears throat> uh, have you been to most of the cities that, because I've, uh, well, like going over the bracket right now, um, I, there's a lot of cities in You got seven or 64 cities. A lot more big ones yeah. like Denver and San Diego, but have you been to like, I assume Kalamazoo because you're you know, in the Midwest, but like Frederick, Maryland, and I think we, oh, we still there? We still got you? Nope. We've, there, oh, you're back. back. Yeah. yeah. The, the, all right. Sorry. I'll, I'll edit that out. Don't worry. No, so, yeah, I didn't know which side it was on, but anyway, I got, I got what your question was. Um, I believe I counted up, I think I have it written down. I've been to, I believe like 40, like it's in the upper 40s or lower 50s for the number of cities I've been to. Okay. Um, I built. I haven't been to a brewery in every single one though, because some of them I visited prior to kind of this whole mm-hmm. doing this whole thing. Yeah. Passion, I guess you could call it. Uh, but I believe I counted up. I think I've been to close to 40 of the cities. I believe I've been to breweries, and I think around 40 of them. Yeah, I've um, only been to a handful. You know, Denver, Bend, mm-hmm. uh, Seattle, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Boulder, Atlanta, Boston, L.A., Portland, both Portlands, in fact. Um, Houston, I've, oddly enough, I haven't been to San Diego for beers, which is weird because oh, it's, it's, it's a two-hour flight from here. But it's a, San Diego might be my favorite. Um, I have grandparents live there, and we actually spent three months living there uh, during when my wife was a travel nurse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was able to really dive into I've probably been to close to 80 of the breweries there in the San Diego area, at least 70. Okay. Um, so I, it's, it's one I, I really enjoy the scene there. But, yeah, I mean, when you look around, that's the one thing with this bracket that I was hoping to do was um, to kind of introduce people. And it was the same thing with the Brewery Madness was that I wanted people to realize that there's, you know, great beer being made pretty much everywhere. 
Uh, it doesn't matter what region of the country you're from. You know, there are places that are making just amazing beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really, I mean, you're kind of seeing that. I mean, it's just, it's, it's been really interesting to see how things have kind of played out. So far with the Beer City Madness, there haven't been as many upsets. Yeah, well, uh, we almost had one, I feel like, uh, today when Seattle almost, almost lost to uh, Madison, right? Yeah. Oh. And it I, was close. And there was, I, I think, while I am, I have, I would say, if I had to pick a state, Wisconsin, I probably do have the most followers in Wisconsin because I've lived here longer. Mm-hmm. I yeah. do have a pretty geographically diverse following because I've lived in so many cities and traveled all over the place. So I was, I wasn't, I wouldn't say that I was shocked that it was close. I was surprised that Madison actually did get it to that point <laughs> um, before some people at the end from Seattle ended up, I think there was three or four people that ended up kind of quote tweeting it in. Seattle ended up winning by actually a pretty decent margin at the, at the very end. <laughs> well, yeah, I actually, so I originally saw this from, um, so there's a guy who's a really big blogger here called, his name's Kendall, and he does a Washington beer blog, and his <laughs> wife was the one that tweeted it out. Like, okay. And I was yeah. like, oh, then I sent it to all my beer buddies, and we're like, all right, let's not be embarrassed right now, because Seattle, to me, is one of the best beer cities, because, I mean, we call, you know, Washington, we call ourselves the home of the hops, like, we, this is where everybody gets their hops from. It makes sense that we should make decent beer, but you know. Do you do you, where do you land on that? So you've lived in like you said Portland, which is close, and you've been to Safeco, so you've obviously been up here and been to a few yeah, of our so breweries. I but I assume Eugene, you're brand although, loyal. Yeah, so I I my Seattle trips have unfortunately I've been to Seattle three times. Twice it was while I was under the age of twenty one, and the last <laughs> one was right before I actually truly got into craft. Like it, I, I was in craft beer, I was drinking craft beer, but I wasn't into the, I'm going to visit as many breweries as I can. Mm-hmm. And I was, so I only went to one brewery. It was right by our hotel and we were staying outside the city. It was uh, Odin Brewing. Oh. oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I understand. <laughs> well, they've that, changed a lot since they, then. They own like yeah. seven breweries now. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, so anyway, that I would say Seattle is one of the three cities that is highest on my list to get to in terms of breweries. Because yeah, someday you need um, to get some Rubens in you. This yes, is a fantastic brewery. Absolutely. I mean, there's, like you said, I mean, basically all, like I mentioned, the kind of the big boys on the West Coast. I mean, Seattle is just up there in terms of just the overall number of breweries within that metro area, um, as well as, like, you know, the quality options. So it's one that I very much want to get to. Uh, I actually, there's a chance I will be able to next year summer we're looking at possibly so um kind of fingers crossed for that uh but yeah well i I definitely have a lot of respect for seattle even though i have not personally been able to dive into the local scene myself have are there any breweries in the seattle area that you're particularly interested in visiting i know you mentioned a Um, few we should check out if we go to wisconsin so I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know how well our beers get travel back to the to the Midwest. Yeah, I don't either. But I mean, but if you know, Rubens is if fantastic. And if it's yeah, I was gonna say Rubens is definitely one that I know. I know obviously that I mean, like Fremont is obviously a, you know a name that you know a lot of people know. But uh, before I would go, I would obviously dive deeper into you know the local scene and do a lot of research because whenever I plan a trip, I'm very thorough in deciding. Okay, well, I pretty much research most breweries that <clears> are in that area. And kind of from there, I also ask for rec- – I talk and talk to different people from the area, get recommendations, mm-hmm. and then kind of whittle my list down to that, uh, as well as, you know, planning out depending on where we're staying. Like, if we're staying south of the city, I may not want to drive all the way up north, yeah. you, know, you know, several times. And 
vice versa. So I, well, I try to generally plan a trip pretty pretty close like that. May, so. Might I recommend a nice little podcast called Taste Like Homebrew, where you could be a, that's <laughs> yeah. a great resource for uh, finding uh, brewery recommendations. I mean, it comes down to it. Just go to the Ballard area of Seattle. There's like eight breweries within walking distance of each other, mm-hmm. and um, a couple mm-hmm. more big ones. Um, so it's it's Rubens, Urban Family, Stoop, and then Great Notion is opening one up here. Which oh is, really? Yeah. So yeah. They're, the Portland like, one, they're opening, and that. those That's are really all in cool. walking I, distance. I went to their stop spot in Portland, and I really liked their beer. Yeah, I was actually yeah. going to talk about Portland in a second because that is, yeah. you know, our, our little brother to the south. In fact, uh, so that's what I'm. I'm drinking the jammy pants right now from Great Notion. Oh, delicious, delicious! Oh, and, you know, we, we have a dog. Sorry, and that's our dog. Uh, my dog was down here. I don't know where <laughs> he is anymore, but he was. So go read it over your blog and stuff. You've been, you've like reviewed like 50 different cities now. Portland being one of them. What was your favorite Portland brewery? Uh, I would say it was actually probably Great Notion. Yeah, it's not. Um, dumb. It's a good choice. Yeah, I mean, I really like all the ones that I wrote about. I really enjoyed. Um, but I would say just because I'm, I'm both a sucker. I love like, you know, kind of the, I guess you could call them like the, the fruited sours. Okay. Uh, I really, I, I really enjoyed, I had, um, I'm trying to think, I mean, the IPAs were of course, were of course good too, but I had a, uh, a stout that had like maple syrup or something like that in there that was really, really delicious. The, from also. Great Notion? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. their breakfast. Yeah. Uh, what is yeah. it called? Yeah, I couldn't think of the name. And I, if I brought, I, I have notebooks that I take. I have notes from every single brewery that I visited, so I could. It's, I didn't bring them with me right now. Yeah, but, yeah they make because uh, uh, that that that, uh, that maple syrup one they make, and they also make a blueberry sour that. And the then if you combine them together, pan. it the tastes exactly like muffin. Yeah, yeah. And if you combine that them together, it tastes like blue. Favorite. Yeah, it's, yeah, that was my favorite. I saw that you went to Ex Novo too. I love Ex Novo. Sometimes it can be a little hit or miss. I normally yeah. love them, but if you go there, get the pizza. It is so okay. good. <laughs> yeah, I really, the other thing with me is I actually, I just graduated with my master's degree in nonprofit management. So like the ex novo kind of the nonprofit kind of business plan and everything has always really stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Um, something that means a lot. And then, I mean, just look, thinking about some of the other awesome ones, I mean, you know, Breakside was really good. Um, I had a Mexican chocolate stout from there that I remember that was great. Yeah, Breakside um, does some good stuff. Yeah, I mean, and, and then, you know, Upright Occidental, Hair of the Dog. I mean, and also, as a fan of Sours, obviously, I went to uh, Cascade, which was awesome. Mm. Yeah, I was, uh, we've <clears throat> been there before. I'm not a sour guy, and I say this on probably every episode on our podcast. I'm a sour person, though. I yeah. like sours. Um, so I can just forget it, but when you're down there, you can walk to several breweries from that area. You can walk to, like, Berelick and mm-hmm. a couple other down to that Portlander, which are awesome. So but that answered my question. I was going to ask you, are you an IPA guy or a sour guy? Sounds like you're... A little of both, but maybe they like, the sour. Yeah, I, I would say if I pick one, I would be sours. But I mean, I drink at this point when you've been, you know, as many brews. I <laughs> I normally at every brew that I go to, I get a flight, and in my flight, I, I generally try to get something light, something hoppy, you know, namely an IPA of some kind, something dark, so a stouter porter, and then kind of a wild card. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, and the wild card can be you know hopefully a sour, but it could also be you know a Belgian or you know. Mm-hmm. Um, just another type of lager or whatever whatever they may be known for also. I mean, that's something I take into account because some breweries, I've been to breweries where 80%, 80% or more of the menus IPAs. And so then, you know, okay, well, this place is at their focus, so I should really have more IPAs on their menu. Or vice versa, if you know, I go somewhere that's mostly sours or mostly stouts, then, you know, I have to weigh that in as well. But um, 
Yeah, pretty much. I would say I, I'm more definitely more sours uh, than IPAs, but I I do really enjoy my. IPAs. You're not kicking either out of bed. Right now, yeah. APIPA, so <laughs> so um, since you've been to so many, so you know, if you said forty something of those cities, what is uh, what are some of your favorite cities to go to for a beer? Oh man, um, put you on the spot. So have, have say, you it's a loaded question because t- to me. There are two very distinct experiences when it comes to traveling for beer. There are the big beer cities, which are, you know, like your San Diego, your Chicago, your Denver, mm-hmm. um, Portland, Oregon, the ones that have, that are large cities that just almost to a certain point overwhelm you with options. Um, and then you have your smaller beer cities, your Portland, Maine, your Asheville, North Carolina, Grand Rapids, Michigan, um, those kind of cities that are more you're able to maneuver around the city a lot easier uh there are fewer options but there's still quality options uh, oftentimes you're able to walk in between more of the breweries um so i would say i mentioned san diego already and we've already talked about portland oregon mm-hmm. um you know denver is obviously great um some that maybe aren't talked about as much uh minneapolis minnesota and st paul minnesota just the twin cities area in general is phenomenal for beer i think they deserve uh, a lot more credit than what they deserve uh, I already mentioned some of the smaller beer cities like Asheville, Grand Rapids, Portland. Those are and Burlington, Vermont. Those ones get a lot of hype. Um, one that flies under the radar is actually also in Minnesota. Duluth, Minnesota, is oh, okay. really really phenomenal. They've only got about a dozen or so breweries, but they are just top notch. Like it, I was very very impressed uh, during my time there last summer. It's kind of like um, the Duluth's not very big though, is it? Like no, it's not. No, it's it's. I don't remember the population, but no, it's not very big. It's up there way on the North Shore. Mm-hmm. Um, but Minnesota does a bracket each year for like you know best brew or whatever. And there's two in the Duluth area that notoriously either make the final four or the finals. Okay. Um, which you know, which there's a lot of them. Like I, I already mentioned, the Twin Cities area is phenomenal for beer. Um, but then um, some other underrated ones that you know I'm kind of trying to hype up the Midwest because I know it oftentimes get overlooked, but St. Louis uh, is amazing because they actually have, uh, there's a brewery right there in, in the St. Louis area that was recently named the number two brewery in the world by Rate Beer, um, Side Project. Not Anheuser-Busch? Oh, okay. No, no, not Anheuser-Busch, no. Side Project was ranked number two, and then Perennials, another really good one Yeah, there. we get Perennials around here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some other, I'm just trying to think, you know, I, I, here I'll just pull up the, the bracket, I guess, to kind of look at what some other ones were, but uh you know you mentioned portland maine earlier and i think portland maine and Asheville are my two favorite small beer cities mm-hmm. you know where you know you're able to kind of go around especially the south slope neighborhood in Asheville, where you know there's probably oh man there's what probably at least 10 breweries or so within like you know a few blocks of each other almost oh cool like it's just yeah it's just yeah. it's just insane it's just a really cool scene there and yeah i literally know real... nothing about the east coast like southeast beers outside of Atlanta, which we've been doing, we've been to yeah. a couple breweries in yeah. Chattanooga, which is exciting. Yeah, you know, I've been yeah. I've been to a couple in Chattanooga too. Um, southeast wise, I, I haven't spent enough time there, but Tampa has a pretty good Tampa has a really good beer scene too. Mm-hmm. Um, Cigar City, Angry Chair, um, and then even like I mentioned, Texas. The one I'm looking forward to, I mentioned cities that I'm you know I've been missing. I would say Richmond is one that I am highly missing, but the, the number one on my list is Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. which okay. I was actually yeah. supposed to go to in a little over three weeks. I had wow. tickets booked to go down there for a brewery trip, and uh, obviously that is being postponed until right now. The plan is, you know, hopefully late this summer. If it makes you um, feel any better, we're fall. supposed to go to Miami, or not Miami, sorry, uh, Hawaii. Hawaii, Maui in we two were, weeks. 
we were actually supposed to go to Hawaii in, in May. So yeah. <laughs> that's actually, uh, that's funny. Yeah. Cause yeah, it's, uh, that obviously like with you guys being put on hold, but yeah. Um, yeah. So let's, uh, let's talk about a couple, like, uh, I want to dig into these couple of these brackets. Cause I want to know you're unbiased, but you I, have, you yes, have a vote, you have a vote. So I have a couple of bracket or uh, matchups that I'm really big yeah. into that I want to see what you think. Yeah. So the first one, um, I already lost everything. Chicago versus Boulder, and it's tough because I personally I always like blend Boulder into with Denver, mm-hmm. but as a yeah. city itself, Boulder and especially with Avery Brewing, they make some good dark beers. And I don't know much about Chicago outside of like Goose Island, which is AB, and nobody gives a shit about yeah. them. Um, Chicago, but, yeah, Chicago has. I think they're like they're one of the top in the nation now in terms of the number of breweries um, for like a metro area. It's it's a really insane scene. I mean, they have uh, like Half Acre um, is really amazing. They make some great pale ales. Uh, there's Microphone. There's uh, Cruz Blanca. There's uh, I'm just trying to rattle off some other names. Um, it's hard I'm to think of them right all now. off Holy the top crap. of your head. I, I, I blank all the time. I'm like, breweries and like, yeah, come on. I'm like, holy shit, I was just there. You're like, bail breaker. Yeah. <laughs> and nothing else. Let me pull up. Because, oh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I personally, um, here, uh, more Brewing Mars Community, Old Irving, um, Short Fuse. Well, Short Fuse is, is, is okay, but um, there's really just a ton of great breweries in Chicago. I would say in terms of not just the sheer number, but the quality of Chicago is much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing that I think limits Chicago is that it is very, very spread out. Oh, to me, a huge city. I've only getting, been to the getting around, getting around the metro area in Chicago, getting to breweries is, is, is worse than I would say. Maybe the only one that would be worse would probably be like New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, there it, it's much more difficult especially if you're trying to hit more of the big names mm-hmm. it's just it would take you a long time just because of having to deal with getting through traffic and, and, and all of that so that would be my one critique of chicago and like i said the beer scene there is awesome and there are people that you know obviously if they're from the area they swear by it's the best in the nation mm-hmm. uh, that's mm-hmm. why i don't know i guess i should mention that with the selection and seating of this bracket wasn't done by me actually Okay. Um, back in January, I and I wrote an article about this, and I linked the article when I released the bracket. Uh, I asked a question on Twitter, and I said it was just kind of a discussion question, just kind of you know you know get people talking. And I said, if you were if you had if you knew someone that had never experienced craft beer in America, what five cities would you send them to to you know experience it? And I ended up getting I, over 150 people involved in the conversation, and 102 different cities were mentioned. Um, in the different (laughs) list. And so I recorded all of it and kept track of how many times each city was mentioned. And I wasn't planning on using that information for a bracket. I actually just was using it for an article that I, that I wrote. And though, when it came around to do this, I was like, you know, let's just use that vote count to select and see the cities. And the ones like towards the end that some like the 15, 16 seats, like a lot of them only had one vote. And with a lot of other ones mm-hmm. uh, and that was just like done randomly selected in terms of who got in uh, mm-hmm. and how the seating went but all of like the top the first you know the top seeds and like you know in each region are all you know they're seated there because of the number of votes that they received uh, oh, okay. from the original question uh and chicago 
does have a lot of people that do kind of swear by them uh, because there is, like I said, there's a lot of quality breweries in Chicago. And there's a lot of people um, in Chicago too. So it's yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. there is. And then again, and like I said, for me personally, I do love the Chicago beer scene. I'd like to get down there more often, but you know, it is much more, you know, especially compared to Milwaukee, it's much more of a headache getting around. Mm. Uh, so that would be the one thing, but they did get a one seat. So it <laughs> does show that yeah. there were a lot of people that were talking about them. They got home field advantage now through, you know, the first couple of rounds at least. Yeah. Um, all right. It's a couple other ones that are excited me. Uh, but this, all right. I know nothing about drinking in this city, but Cincinnati, what do we have to worry about with Cincinnati? Seattle versus yeah. Cincinnati. Cincinnati, you do have some stuff to worry about. I'm not going to lie. Because oh, um, I have a couple – I have – I wouldn't say a ton of followers, but I do have some – I do have a number of followers from Ohio. And I've been to Cincinnati a few times, and they have some very quality breweries. Um, Brink Brewing, actually, one, they, they, it's one – I don't know. I think it's been more than once. It's been multiple times that they've won the GABF, like Small Brewer of the Year or whatever. Okay. Um, and then they have several other, like, really high-quality stuff. Ryan Geist, Urban Artifact. Uh, Mad Tree. I mean, there, there's a lot of really good breweries in Cincinnati. Um, if you're looking at just sheer numbers again, obviously, I mean, the Seattle metro is, again, another one. They just There's just more options. And yeah, we have... if you're, like, pairing it down, there's obviously going to be probably even more options that would be considered quality. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this kind of thing, again, it's about getting the participation almost mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Well, yeah, I mean, it's um, all for fun at the end of the day. Yeah, anyway. yeah. 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 That's but there's a little bit of pride. is that if your city loses, that obviously doesn't mean that your city doesn't make good beer mm-hmm. because everyone, you know, there could be pretty much everywhere. And uh, I think if people followed along previously with my brewery bracket, there was a surprise winner. Um, Trogues Brewing from Pennsylvania won. Uh, they beat in a row, they beat Trillium, Allagash, Treehouse, um, The Alchemist, Bells, and Russian River. Wow. Uh, and they were partially able to do that because. <laughs> they were by far the most active. So I tagged all the breweries in every single poll. Mm-hmm. And they were retweeting it, quote tweeting it, you know, urging their followers to go vote on it. Um, and so I, I wrote an article in my, my, like my kind of recap article. The average number of votes in the polls was like, I think around 215 or 220, something like that. The average number of votes in the polls that included Trogues was like well over 400. Oh, okay. Um, so they would be trailing early on in every single round. And then after they got active in it, you would see kind of the influx start to tick <laughs> up. And there were still other times where they still were, it was still very close, but, uh, and it was one thing that people were kind of, a few people were peeved about, but they do make very good beer. And I did kind of say that, you know, participation does count for something. I mean, if they yeah. want I mean, if they were all in on this and they're all in on this and, you know, they deserve to get the win. Uh, but because obviously I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy with the participation, um, in the brackets, but I also don't have 50,000 followers <laughs> that can, you know, make the vote count to the point where it would be off. It wouldn't be offset with a brewery, you know, adding a couple hundred votes. I mean, that mm. also makes a huge difference uh, in a bracket like that. No. Oh yeah. So, uh, all right. A couple other ones that I are super interested in, uh, mm-hmm. L.A. versus Boston, two big cities, two yep. very – I've drank – and these are one of the few times that I've been to both cities. Uh, L.A., I like drinking in L.A., but L.A. is so goddamn expensive to drink in. And uh, Boston, you got Trillium, which is a big boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lamplighter was another one I enjoyed there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Lamplighter. Um, there's one more um, that we went to, and I just can't – I'm spacing on it now. But L.A. with, like, 
uh, crap. Uh, something park. What the hell? My uh, Highlands Park. Okay. Um, fuck. I'm now. I'm spacing on everything right now. <laughs> uh, um, this is gonna bother me now. The one. Do you remember the one, anything about it? Chlamydia. What? The sign. <laughs> you were there and everything. There's a big sign out front of it. It says Chlamydia. Oh, the hidden oh, STD. Uh, monkish. Monkish. There yeah. you go. Jesus monkish. Christ. Yeah. Okay. Uh, funny story. We yeah. were driving monkish over. Is really, to... really good. Yeah. I think a big thing in this matchup right now, this poll is actually ongoing right now, and Boston is actually smoking LA. Uh, I think uh, the, the the New England fans are quite that I that follow me are quite you know devout with. In LA area. Is LA. I think the one big factor in Boston versus LA is how much do you factor in. Like, how far out do you include the suburbs? Like, do you include the suburbs at all, or how far out do you go? Yeah, because yeah I was thinking I think that with there, Seattle, yeah, too. Because there are people that will include Treehouse with Boston. Okay, yeah. that, that's like an hour or so away, There are people right? that consider Treehouse as part of the Boston metro area, even though it's, like, over without traffic, it's over half an hour outside of the city. Um, there are people that include that, which, you know, you can make the same argument for breweries like, you know, Monkish or the brewery and, uh, you know, w- whatever the case is, uh, you know whether you're going down Torrance or um, yeah, all the like, you know, LA so spread out. Wherever you're going, it it really depends on where you consider what do you consider LA beer and Boston beer. Mm. Um, I I too enjoyed drinking in Los Angeles, maybe slightly more than Boston. I enjoyed visiting the city of Boston a little bit more, just in general. Uh, for the tie, if I were to vote, I would I would probably lean slightly towards Boston, just because I think Trillium is better than yes. anything yeah. in LA right and Trillium now. is fantastic. I just wish we could get that yeah. over here. Because even even if even if you're not, because I, I I have a hard time counting Treehouse in, as part of Boston, just because it's so far out. Uh, I know there are people that that do, but even if you're taking away Treehouse, that means you know you take away some of the other further out LA ones. I, I think Trillium is kind of the deciding factor All right. in that one. All right, that's like I mean, yeah. what's great about LA is just being able to drink outside. Like, yeah, it's sunny, it's yeah. nice, yeah. and all that. But oh, I, yeah. all right, um, let's see another one I was looking forward to. Uh, I'm losing it. Uh, Dallas first Grand Rapids. Dallas, I to me is another kind of underrated drinking city, mostly because we survived a tornado inside of a brewery there once. Oh well, wow! When we went from one brewery to another in an Uber, and then we got into the it was Deep Ellum where we got dropped off. Yep. And um, walked in and it was completely empty and we're like kind of looking at each other like, what's going on? And this guy comes in from the back and he's like, what the hell are you guys doing? Like there's sirens going off and we're like, well, we're from Seattle. We don't know. We don't have this. Like, <laughs> yeah, so. Um, I would say it, this one for me is, is, is still Grand Rapids, but Dallas does have, I really like, did you go to Petty Colas? Uh, I don't believe we went there. We only probably had about four, three or four breweries when we were there. Just because the people we were with weren't huge beer drinkers, like yeah, you know, Sam no, I know yeah. Those. But I would say Petty Colas is, is really phenomenal in Dallas. Um, I mean, like I mean, Dallas still has. I mean, there's good beer being made there. Uh, Grand Rapids is just such a great beer city. I mean, their nickname—they were kind of the original city that kind of claimed the beer city USA like nickname kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say in my eyes, they have taken a hit recently because of founders. The, the whole scandal yeah. uh, with them, with the racism lawsuit, and then also selling out. Um, obviously, the racism scandal is much more serious, but uh, either way, you know, Founders has always been kind of the big name in that area. Uh, but there still is a lot of really great options um, 
in Grand Rapids. It's just such a great beer city. There's a really good sour place just north there in Comstock Park, if you're ever in that area called Speciation, uh, that I would highly recommend if you're into sours. Mm. Um, but Brewery Vivant is there. They make great beers, and they're in an old – they're housed in an old, like, a chapel. Uh, oh, really cool. cool I like that. Um, the Mitten is great, another great brewery. Um, Elk Brewing. Uh, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of good options in Grand Rapids. I do think that Dallas, it should be closer than what some people may mm-hmm. believe. Well, yeah, those, um, a lot of the Southern cities get a bad rap. rap. will still probably take that one. In general, Southern cities get a bad rap. Like I think New Orleans is a decent beer city. Again, it gets overshadowed by everything else, but I thought, yeah, uh, the courtyard and, uh, urban, urban South, South was two good. fantastic urban breweries. South is good. Yeah. I like urban South and NOLA is really good too. Yeah. Yep, we saw uh, by NOLA. With the one thing with with breweries in the South, because I, I do agree that sometimes they fly under the radar because um, outside of North Carolina, because I mentioned I haven't mentioned Nashville is a really great beer city in my eyes, um, but a lot of the, the a lot of the cities in the South, because of different rules rules laws regulations what have you, uh, have really been limited in terms of the brewery growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, especially in places like you know Mississippi, Alabama, South Carolina, there's been you know very restrictive laws that have kind of prohibited you know, the explosive brewery growth that we've seen on other places. Uh, but, you know, and, and so you end up with a lot of these cities, like we've mentioned, you know, New Orleans, Atlanta, um, you know, other places in Alabama. Like, well, my grass is from Atlanta right now. About, yeah. When <laughs> you're talking about just breweries in general, the numbers, like when you look at a brewery map of, of New Orleans or of Atlanta and compare it to a brewery map in, a, in most other, like whether it's the Northeast, the Midwest or the West Coast, and compared to the main, other major cities of similar sizes, they just, it doesn't hold a candle in terms of the number of breweries. Yeah. And there yeah. are still quality breweries there, but yeah. it just the sheer number of options is just not there. And especially in a place like Atlanta, stuff is just very spread out also. Yeah, yeah, uh, we know. noticed that when we were in Atlanta. Yeah. And then also the I, – I don't know if this is still true, and I don't, you've probably been to Atlanta more recently than we have, which was maybe I, four I don't years know. It's ago. Been, it's been almost – it's been like two years now since okay. I've been. It's been probably been a four for us. But for every okay. every brewery that we went to, you had to do a tour and like. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that had changed since I was there. Okay, that's yeah. that's different now. But yeah, they couldn't I know give there you are many tours. places that have those weird laws. Yeah. yeah. So every place you went to, you would get like they'd give you a glass and like you could do like samples and it would be, you know what you know what you want so you could get like trade your tokens in for a full beer or just get a half a beer or something but um it was i mean and i ran into that in houston also when i drank in houston one time like a lot of the breweries were like hey well like we had it's a we have to do tastes but we'll give you a big taste but it's still technically a taste it's like just give me a goddamn beer jesus you make it right there just hand it to me so but i understand there's some antiquated laws out there Especially in the South. Yeah, and a well, lot of it has been Salt getting Lake changed City. recently. I know when I was in South Carolina, which was also over two years ago, um, I, t- I was talking to like an owner of a, brewery, of, of a brewery there. And it wasn't like that super long ago that they weren't even – there was like a weird law. Um, well, one, they, they, weren't ha- they didn't have capital for a while. And two, there was a weird law like they weren't able to even have like any kind of communication with like different distributors or something like that. Like – there was like a middleman getting cut out or something and they there's just some really weird like intricate laws and um i know montana they've had they used to actually they could have a tap room for a long time they could have a tap room but they couldn't sell beer out of it they could only give it away i believe they now they just require there's like a three beer limit 
for what yeah, time? and and, and then Montana. also with Montana, you Montana breweries. I was just out there last summer in Missoula, and then we also went up north at like the Glacier National Park and with all the breweries up there. Um, they can't be open past eight o'clock either. It's like you know a tavern. What else do you have to do in Montana for crying out loud? That's big sky country. You were there to drink. Yeah, well, that's part. I think it's the like the tavern, like whatever the taverns or you know the bars or whatever the case is. Like I guess are are very powerful, and they don't want to be losing business to brewery tap rooms, and that's part of the reasoning that they've been able to kind of control that, I guess. Um, yeah, there's, there's some other weird laws, you know, in Montana and other places as well. But uh, I think in general, you know, the last five to 10 years, we've seen a lot of relaxation because places have seen what kind of economic growth can occur if you have a good craft beer scene, because there are people that are going there and, you know, are enjoying beer as part of their kind of, you know, touristy trip yeah well, you know, they mm-hmm. want to try the local beer a couple of years ago we went to salt lake city for a football game in fact so mm-hmm. for uw was playing utah and then once we got off the plane we're like all right we need to find the nearest brewery and salt lake mm-hmm. city's been long been fighting the church for like their ability to be able to drink and get rid of the you know the wall of zion like you know where they had to pour behind the glass and all that but we showed up to the uh, brewery and i can't remember which one it is now it was the nearest one to the airport and it was just full of seattleites like, literally every other person uh-huh. from our flight had the exact same thing. They're like, once we're landing there, we're going to the nearest brewery. And we got in there. It was just packed. Sea of purple. Purple and gold. It was, like, the coolest thing. But then every time we went to a different brewery, it was just chock full of Seattle. It's like, this mm-hmm. what, like we just, hey, we're going to go get uh, one of our things we're going to do when we're in Salt Lake City is just drink a shitload. And That was something that changed from the first time I went to Salt Lake City to the second time I went to Salt Lake City. First time, they were still pouring behind the glass. But the second time, they would pour... In front of the glass, but only three point two or four when they get yeah they get you know. yeah it was four so it was it was four when I was there, and that was like I said again that was less than two years ago but and they actually and there was actually now it's up to five now that they can have on good track. oh good for them and they can they can I have believe. a no, almost a I normal just, they can I sell beers that are higher than that canned or bottled yeah the other thing that is weird though is that they have to now classify when I was there there was some of the like, breweries depending on your classification whether you were just like a tap room or if you were like a brew pub or something or a restaurant, you were required to purchase a food item to get beer. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that too. So um, I remember I, I just, yeah. I mean, I bought like the cheapest thing of fries and like I was, I didn't have to eat. I didn't need <laughs> yeah. somebody else, but um, I don't, I, and I think they, they, there's an even more diversive law with that in that regard. But I do, I do remember hearing that they, they're up now, I believe, to 5% they can serve on tap. Woo. So good, good for Utah. Yeah. yeah. All right. I have two more matchups I want to talk about right now. Then I have a couple futures, and then we'll get out of your hair and let you enjoy your evening. Um, oh, no. No problem. I love talking about two, it. <laughs> two small towns in my mind. We got yep. Bend, which is a favorite of ours, versus Burlington, yep. which I don't know much about. I haven't made it up to Vermont before. Yeah. Um, so tell me, what do you have you? I'm assuming you spent um, time in Oregon, so you you know you've been to Bend I or did, know. But the... again, this was before. So I've been to Bend. It was before my my true full on brewery obsession. Okay. Um. Yeah, we we frequent when we, Bend. When it's... we lived out there, I went. When we lived in Eugene, I did go to all the breweries in Eugene, but I didn't do too much outside of that. I know I was like I said, it was right <laughs> after I graduated college, and I wasn't fully into this persona. Did you go to college in Oregon then? No, I okay. no. I went to my wife. We both went to small liberal arts schools in Iowa. Okay. Uh, we actually moved out to Oregon. My plan was to go to graduate school at the University of Oregon. Oh, but this conversation would have ended deciding, much quicker. Yeah, I know, I know. But we ended up deciding <laughs> to move back to the Midwest because the family and we both, uh, University of Wisconsin Milwaukee, had both of our graduate programs. Okay, cool. Instead of just one. So, yeah. uh, but anyway, 
Bend is one that I'm I, I'm familiar with. I've been there. I went to the Bend Brewfest. Um, right, we've been to that multiple times taken, also. Yeah, it was before I knew about independent versus not independent. I was taken to Ten Barrel. Um, <laughs> I've been there. I've been to all of the Ten Barrels. They're cool spots. We've been there on like a six degree yeah. day, and yeah. it was just they have the big fire roaring and all that. It's like, well, oh, cool. I feel naughty drinking your beers, and but I do have to say, Ben uh, or not Ben, um, Ten Barrel is the reason for my love for sours because when I lived in Eugene, I went to Growler Guys, and the guy I was with talked me into trying a sour and it was the cucumber crush and that was the first sour oh, beer i ever okay. had and i fell in love oh. with it so even though like i now don't do that i can't thank them for that i will say though sure burlington is awesome i love 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 burlington it is just this beautiful little little town right on lake champlain there um they have some phenomenal breweries foam brewers burlington beer company um and what also makes them special is that you're within a short drive of some of those kind of you know, holy grail breweries. Like, you know, the Alchemist is not mm-hmm. that far away. Um, Hill Farmstead is further away. I wouldn't, you know, that that would be a little bit. So I thought that was in Burlington, but when I was looking up earlier, I was like, oh, it's not even close, but. That's why, so I, if you look at that bracket, this is one change I would have made is the fact that because it was based off, again, this is based off of people's voting. But if you look up there in the bracket, actually it ended up being in the first round matchup. Greensboro, Ben, Vermont went up against Stowe, Vermont. Okay. And both of those, that is where Hill Farmstead and The Alchemist are, respectively. <laughs> They're the only breweries in – they, it's the only brewery in each town, respectively, also. Um, so I actually had one person that uh, responded to my question and just said, you're going to Greensboro Bend five different times. Which, <laughs> 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 um, you know, the, the, the Hill Farmstead thing, you know, I mean, that's again, it's been ranked the number one brewery in the world by you know, several different, yeah. you know, different rankings. Can't get it out here, though, but. No, no, but so I would just say like, I I would I need to get back to Ben because it is one thing where I did fully dive into the Burlington beer scene more than the Ben scene um, because I do know like obviously Ben has a lot of great breweries and I think if I had had more time there my my opinion may be different but if I had to pick I would just go with Burlington just because I really enjoyed my my time in that city. So what uh, what I like about Bend is I don't think there's one like amazing brewery in Bend, but I think there's a r- lot of really good breweries that do a lot of cool things. Like one of the breweries has an observatory in it, where you yeah. can at night go up and look at the stars. Or uh, like Crocs, Crocs has this amazing outdoor area with food trucks mm-hmm. and this big giant lawn with games and all that. So kids can run around and do all the dumb kids. Each one has big uh, like fire pits and. Mm-hmm. And there's in- yeah, well, and as like a, a person who likes sours and wild, uh, wild ales, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. ale apothecary is like yes, probably I, I they're like yeah, like if you're into that, that's like a, a definite must stop by. And if you don't like it, you can go next door to Good Life. Yeah, and if you're not into <laughs> that, or your friends who live there are into it, but your husband's not, he can go next door to Good Life. And Good Life is yeah. dog friendly, so I can bring the dog yeah. with me and be fine. While mm-hmm. the apothecary, snooty, they make a they make a beer inside of a tree for crying out loud. How <laughs> snooty is that? I'm all in on that. I, I, I love the unique stuff. Yeah, yeah it's wild fermented. They just carve out a tree, put the beer in there, and then it, it tastes like wild butthole to me. But <laughs> And I am not afraid to tell my opinions to people about how I feel about sours. Don't contaminate a perfectly healthy beer. 
that's one of the, that, 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 I think sours might be one of the most like it might be the most divisive beer style out there. I think most people either love them or they just think they're stupid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's not there's not a whole lot of in between uh, in, in that category. You know, I think there might be some, but overall, you either love them or you hate them. Yeah, hundred percent agree with you on that. All right, so there's a one one potential match uh, matchup that I really want to see, and I think it would be fun because it's two very different towns but they share one very common thing and that's uh, the potential battle of the portlands oh yes and that i would one lo- that i have had my eye on too because yeah. i would love to see like great notion versus bissell brothers Ooh, bissell brothers was good yeah like yeah. in uh yeah sam actually for my uh, for christmas was able to secure me a couple bissell brother beers which is pretty damn hard to get on the west coast um but yeah like I like I'm we've been to both towns. Yeah. Oh man, I I I just if, think Portland has more. You have yeah, to you have to Portland say does Portland, have, sorry, Portland, they, Oregon. When yeah, we say, they have they have more for sure. I think this is comes down to kind of preference in terms of again, I I mentioned earlier the walkability uh, big and city proximity small city kind mm-hmm. of debate. Um I mean, when you're looking at quality, I mean, in Portland, Maine, I mean, I don't, I don't think Portland, Oregon has necessarily an Allagash, you know, that, that mm-hmm. truly, you know, revolutionary, completely brought a style to America, well, uh, you know, to the U.S. kind of thing. Well, in, um, in, in, in Portland, Oregon, I have had an oyster glitter beer, so. Yeah. That's, that's something different. That's, that was a brew laboratory, and it was just average, but it happened. <laughs> Because yeah, um, <laughs> just like I mean, because I mean, in Portland, Maine, I mean, you also, I mean, you have all. There's a lot more smaller names, too, like Austin Street. Um, What's the one with the you know, you Bissell Brothers, Lone Pine, Oxbow, Oxbow Blending. I mean, there's just there's there's a lot of really, and then Shipyards are kind of a larger name there too, which mm-hmm. you know, they're okay. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I, I personally would lean Portland, Oregon, but it would be by the absolute smallest in margin. I think yeah. that is that might be the that might be the the kind of the elite eight matchup that would be hardest for me. Um, I think the other ones, I think San Diego is the clear cut in their bracket. You're not necessarily clear cut, but I think San Diego should be the final four coming out of their bracket. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think the top left is is tricky. I think Denver probably will. I, 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 Denver's got some amazing breweries. I actually did my yeah, bachelor party in Denver I think, because I, I love so much. Austin, I think Austin has a solid, solid argument there. Mm-hmm. Um, with Jester King, Austin, like you know, Austin Beer Garden. Um, I think they have a very, very solid argument against Denver. But I'm guessing Denver will probably get out of there. Um, the bottom left might actually be the deepest bracket because you have Chicago, Asheville, Seattle. Um, St. Louis, Cincinnati. Um, there's a lot of really great cities in, in, in that particular bracket with the way it fell. I would probably maybe lean towards Asheville, but that's that, that's a really tough bracket to pick because I do think there's at least three or four cities that could come out of that. That's funny because I've um, you know I've been to over 500 breweries and I've never heard of anyone in Asheville. <laughs> Like burial, I if in Asheville, I would burial beer company is the one because the thing with Asheville is, is that they also have now Sierra Nevada has their has like their second brewery out there. Okay. Um, and then um, there's one. What's the Oscar Blues? I is, is it Oscar Blues that has one out there too? Must be out of Denver. Major brewery yeah. that has one out there too. But the thing is with all the breweries that are specifically based in Asheville, 
none of them really distribute. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all like small local breweries. Yeah, now I got to check Tavor to see if any of them are on there now. Yeah. Uh, the, the one, like I said, when, when people always go talk about Asheville, there's a bunch there. Uh, for sour fans, Wicked Mead is a name that you may be familiar with. They did yeah. sell out a while ago, but they were one that was very well known. Um, but I would say it, whenever it's time we go to Asheville, Burial Beer Company can brew with the best of them from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are – doesn't matter the style pretty much. They, they – IPAs, stouts, sours, they are they are a top of the line um, – because before I went before I went to Asheville, I asked people, and I got of course some other ones, but every every single person said you need to go to Burial, and they were right. Um, it was it's definitely one of the better you know one of the top twenty or whatever breweries that I've been to. It, it, it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that that would be the one thing I I, I think, and people also kind of have this idea. I think Asheville kind of has this cult following to a certain extent in the beer community. Well, people are very proud of their beers. Yeah, yeah. Well, sounds I think like, nationwide because it's a because it's such a small city, like it's smaller, you know, than a lot of other ones even that are considered in that small city category. They've really developed kind of like I said, this cult following that you know it is this kind of beer mecca where it's this tiny tiny city, but you can go and like I mentioned the South Slope neighborhood where you can go to like ten to twelve breweries and easily like you you're gonna have a hard time getting to all of them with it within a couple nights because you even though you can walk to all of them basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, that that would be the one thing. Like I said, though that that bracket, I could see uh, probably actually five different cities coming out of that one. That that that's a tough that's a tough bracket. So it sounds like right now you got Denver in your your final four: Denver, Asheville, one of the Portlands, and San Diego. Who do you got? Who's your champion in your mind? Because in my mind, I probably would go with Denver for me, just because I would. I would go with San Diego would be would be yeah. my pick. And I'm not kicking um, San Diego out of bed. I yeah. just have not – I mean, we get a lot of San Diego beers up here. Like, it's just mm-hmm. obvious West Coast. Mm-hmm. But I just – for some reason, we just have not gone to San Diego. I haven't been to San Diego in 10 years. It's kind of one of those things that's on our list, but we just never – Yeah. It's kind of like – It's one of those things going... that even when you have – and the other thing that is difficult, like I mentioned, some of the big beer seasons was kind of overwhelming. I mean, I think San Diego has like over 150 breweries in the county. I mean, it's just – it's one of those things that is just a ridiculous amount that it is – you have to pick through. Because, I mean, for the most part, it's all good beer. But to find the truly great ones, you know, you do have to kind of search a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but there are – there's – there's for, for, for mine, for my experience – the number of truly quality places that I would seek out, there isn't a place that has more than San Diego. Um, yeah. But that does mm-hmm. mean like smaller, that does include a lot of smaller local places that you're not going to be able to find their beer if you don't live in you know the San Diego area. But it also it's a good destination to visit too because warm and yes. beer, and that's mm-hmm. a good combo and makes everybody a little nostalgic and happy. And you know, I'm not... I'm not dissing any of that. I mean, I have a warm spot no, for Phoenix breweries, for crying out loud. Yeah. Well, yeah. like I said, I mean, there there are arguments that can be made for, you know, at least, you know, for, for winning the whole thing. You know, you know, like I mentioned, Denver, both Portland's. I mean, a lot of it is personal preference. And, I mean, and I did write an article also about when I wrote the article about, you know, the, the question about, you know, what five cities would you go to. One thing that I commented on is that everyone – the re- a big reason why I got so many cities is that people wanted to include their own cities a lot of times. Yeah. Um, and we're all, we are all to a certain extent, some more than others, biased towards beer that is brewed yeah. where we live. Yeah. What the hell? No and, Tacoma, Washington? What the heck, man? Yeah. 
<laughs> well, no, but I mean, and some I would say like objectively, I do know that some are better than others, but overall, I made the comment that it's a good thing. Like it's it's a very very positive thing that people are biased towards their city mm-hmm. because it yeah. shows that the beer being brewed there is good, and the the brewery boom would not have happened if people were not willing to support their own local craft beer. If everyone wanted to buy the IPAs from the West Coast and the New England's from, you know, the Boston area and, you know, and you, wherever the case may be, and from Colorado, you know, if you were buying your beer from, you know, five or ten states only, you wouldn't have seen this explosive growth in pretty much every corner of the country. Because um, yeah. now, you know, people are very proud of the beer that is brewed in their own neighborhood, and that's the beer that they like to go and buy. You know, especially in a time like this, you know, you've seen so many people really going out and supporting their local breweries, you know, doing all the pickup and drop-off stuff and, uh, you know, trying to support the local local brewers. Yeah, we've since we started doing this podcast especially and really started sitting down and talking to a lot of the brewers, um, one of the questions we've asked a few of them is, like, what is the, the thing that's been, like, the best about getting into the industry? And almost everybody says it's the community. Like, mm-hmm. the community of people who... Um, you know, are drinking the craft beer and the people who are working in the different breweries. Like we go to, you know, we'll go to a brewery, um, you know, and be like, hey, how do we know that guy? Oh, he used to work at this other beer bar that we used to go to, or we used to, you know, or, oh, we know you from like, you know, this event or that event. And it's, it's definitely is like a a community out here. And, um, you know, it's good to have that pride and connection. Yeah. And stuff. It's, it's been fun to follow this stuff yeah. and to, to get to know some of the beer people in, in the community on Twitter and get to know a lot of the brewers. It's that's why we did it. Also, yeah. we get occasional free beers, so that's cool too. Well, and it's <laughs> fun when we go to like the Washington Beer Festival and we go up to like a you know like a tent of a smaller brewer and we know that guy. Like, hey, we went to your brewery when you were still like operating almost out of your house or like <laughs> works, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just kind of. Kind of, kind of. It's fun yeah. to watch watch people grow. So, uh, yeah. before we go, because it's probably get a little late over there in the Midwest, it seems. But anyway, I don't know. I'm we don't have anything to do tomorrow because we're still quarantined. No, we, I don't have anything going on either. Don't worry. <laughs> Are uh, you guys quarantined out there? I don't really know what's yeah, happening. In yeah, yeah. We, we, we've had the stay at home order for a while now. My my wife is a is a nurse is a mental health nurse, so she's been you know still the, out and about you know working doing the Lord's work right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Well, she had. She's also working on her doctorate, but her clinicals are now kind of, you know, been kind of thrown into flux. But uh, she is home more often because of that, at least. But yeah, she's still, you know, doing work, working on the front lines. I guess you could say to a certain extent. So we're, yeah. we're very grateful for her. So, but yeah, uh, very, very grateful. Otherwise, for that. yes, we are, we have been on lockdown for for a while now. So, uh, bef- uh, have you been able to get beer? Are, are places doing to go deliveries? Or are people able to pick up yeah, and all that? Yeah, there's a there's a lot of places here that are doing to go and. Obviously, you know, all the, you know, if you just wanted to go, you know, all the grocery stores and like liquor stores are all considered essential. Um, <laughs> that's same here. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, liquor but, stores uh, and I, weed I, stores. There are a number of reasons. There was actually, I didn't end up going, but this, this past weekend, there was a, there was like, I think five or six breweries that came together that did like a, a whole drive through thing where they were all in the same spot. Smart. Um, where you could go and even get merchandise, like pick up beer and merchandising from all, from, from different breweries. That's smart. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was one thing they did, but uh, yeah, we're we're still trying to support. Like I said, I, the ones I've been drinking tonight are both Milwaukee be, be, Milwaukee beers that are GABF winners. So uh, you know, trying to support support the local guys. 
Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. So, uh, so what's your go-to uh, brewery though? If you had to choose one that you can get, what are you going with? Um, Ooh, that's such if a I, if, if, I don't mind. If I'm picking specific beer, so like my probably my favorite brewery in Milwaukee in terms of the beer is Eagle Park. Uh, because they make some deli- like like the you know the different milkshake and New England IPAs and the fruited sours and some really really amazing stouts. They make another kind of a similar stout stuff to like what Great Notion has done. Um, but in terms of just regular beers, the two I drank tonight are actually uh, I would say two that I, I generally try to have, and that's the Hazy IPA from City Lights Brewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, just won a silver medal at GABF in the hazy, in like the hazy New England category, which is like the most competitive. Yeah, that's just like yeah. a thousand breweries. Although a brewery yeah. from Seattle a couple years ago won that, so suck on that everywhere. Yeah, and then the other point. one is uh, Unite the Clans Scottish Rye Ale, which is has won a GABF medal last three years. A Rye um, Ale, all right. Brewing, um, and this I would say right now this would be my Desert Island beer probably. Oh, okay. um, even though it's not the style that I generally would say is my is not my favorite. I mean, it wouldn't be my favorite style, but the beer is just so well made and just seems to go with pretty much anything uh, that it would be the one that I that I would drink most often. And yeah, I guess that would be that would be that. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would think I would go with Fort George, oh. which I'm biased towards, but I, I know they only distribute yeah. to Washington, Oregon, and Idaho. But if you ever can get your hands on a Fort George beer, especially yeah. the three way series. Which is coming yeah. out in a couple of weeks, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is just a brewery in Astoria, right on the coast, that I can just get on board with. And I'm nostalgic because we actually got married there. So, oh well, I, I mean that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a factor. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping we may end up going back to the travel life full time at some point. So we may, end, and I know actually the Seattle area is actually very, very high on our list. If that ends up being the case, well, you got resources uh, now to who to talk to. Yes, and, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And there's, so and there's, we'd love to get out there. I think there's 70 within the city, like 100 and a gazillion within the area, and there's over 400 in Washington State now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's there's a like that whole like I said from Washington, Oregon, California is really just you know quite yeah. the powerhouse uh, along along the coast there. Yeah. So yeah. And then uh, in the future, if you uh, uh, a couple suggestions for me to do if you ever do a bracket again, uh, I think Boise is also very underrated for beer. Yeah. It's a little forgotten. Uh, Spokane, Washington has a lot of breweries now. Um, you know, I mean, there's some good breweries in Spokane. Yeah, and if, if, I, yeah. if I would have if I would have picked the cities too, I would have made some changes. Because mm-hmm. um, again, like I said, I just kind of let it. I had it. Let it I, After I seeded the brewery madness one, I kind of decided to do it something different, like let the public, quote unquote, decide yeah. it. Yeah. Because I mean, some like Sacramento probably could have been in there. Oh yeah. Um, well, Columbus, you, Ohio. As long as Auburn. In it's included with Sacramento, then there's some really good breweries, yeah. or even South Lake Tahoe and all that. Yeah, I mean, there, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of places that I might may have thrown in there instead of what ended up being, but it was fun to kind of let it be seated by you know the, the results from that question. There's just a so lot it, of good, yeah. interesting results. I think this just shows that there's a lot of good beer in the United States, and and I was funny because we went to Europe over this uh, summer, and some people kind of shit on American breweries because all they see is. AB, right? They see Budweiser yeah. and Coors and mm-hmm. all that, but it's like, man, like all your little you breweries, no that are, all those little breweries that are trying to do their little things. And we went to a lot of like smaller breweries over there and went to bottle shops and all that. And they like, they brag about like, Ooh, we got Yakima hops in this. It's like, I am two hours away from Yakima and I went to college right next to it. <laughs> like, um, but like, that's all us. Like with the American craft beer revolution and they just don't quite know yet, but they will at some point that there's more than noble hops. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I know, and that, 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 I think that's a big thing is that for so long, you know, it was dominated by the by the big beer companies and the American light lager that you know it has <sighs> taken time, and because it's really only been you know it's really been pretty much the last decade that we've seen this, this brewery boom. Cause obviously craft beer has been a long, has been around much longer than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you haven't seen like, you know, we were, it wasn't that long ago that when there was less than probably 2000 breweries in the country. And now there's like over 8,000. Yeah. So, you know, you, you, you've really seen that kind of expansion happen so rapidly that I don't think, you know, a lot of folks really realize just how big it has gotten in such yeah. a short period of time. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Hey, well, thank you so much, Joel, for coming yeah. on. Uh, yeah, and what's the what's the website for your uh, blog? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, well, on, so on social media, on Twitter, I'm at Brewery Travels. Instagram, I'm at Brewery underscore Travels. Once things get back to normal, I will be posting like on all my trips and everything. I always do a post for every single new brewery that I visit. It includes the beers that I try, notes on the atmosphere and tap room, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then my website is thebrewerytravels.com. Um, where you can find a variety of different articles. Uh, my brewery travel series where I write about, like you mentioned, all the different cities and regions and then a mix of other articles as well, just about beer in general. Uh, but yeah, no, thank you guys for having me on. I always enjoy being able to talk with people from you know all over the country. And Oh yeah, beer, uh, yeah. beer nerd talk is a favorite of yeah. mine. So. And yeah. hey, we hope to, uh, if you make it out here, we hope we'll be able to grab a beer with you. And Absolutely. Or someday if we make that. that sounds like a great plan. Or if we make yeah. it to the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, like I said, Milwaukee very underrated. I don't think if they advance, I don't think they're gonna beat Portland, Oregon, nor should they. <laughs> but I will say uh they definitely have a very good we definitely have a good beer scene here too that I'm I'm, I'm quite proud right. of and I'm always happy to show people around. What's the best Madison brewery though? I gotta ask real quick. I have a buddy Ooh, who's moving out there. Tough. So there's there's some there's some old there's some old kind of stations. There's Capital Brewery and Ale Asylum. But in terms of there's been in the last, like I said, three years, there's been some really good breweries come in. Working Draft is a phenomenal brewery. There's also one called Funk Factory that makes a lot of like, you know, kind of on the sour, like some weird stuff that's really, really good. Um, and then there's one, if you ever, I don't know if they distribute all the way out there, but there's uh, just to the north in Wanakee, there's a kind of a contract brewery slash normal brewery called Occupy Brewing and Untitled Arts. And Untitled Arts does collaborations with like breweries all over the country, mm-hmm. and so they make some really cool stuff too. Um, awesome. But no, Madison's Madison actually, I actually wrote about them. If you're ever on the website, I wrote an article about underrated beer cities in America, and I did mention Madison as well because it is there, there, there's some really good beer being made there. Again, it didn't deserve to be as close as it was with Seattle, <laughs> but it is very they do very make good a lot city. Of beer there. All right, hey, well, thank you so much. You have a good one, and uh, cheers to you, brother. Yep, you too. Right. Thanks, guys. See ya. All right. Oh, we can still talk. That's neat. Anyways, thank you for listening. This is a great time. This is a great time. Uh, the beer I had tonight, I never got to say it, was the Kavik Crikey. Did I say that? I said it early, didn't I? Uh, you. I had, a crowl, I had a crowler of it, so the two beers for an hour. It's a little slow, but I'm okay with it. Uh, I did the Great Notion Jenny Pants and then Valley Brewing Fruit Frenzy. Ooh. Fruit Frenzy. Both sours, I don't care. Anyways, thank you so much. Uh, we'll have probably another COVID edition coming out soon. Yeah. We're stuck at home, so all we have to do is Working drink beers. We're trying to bring the beer community together while we have to social distance. All right. Yep. Stay six feet away from each other. Stay at home if you need to. And stay safe. Yep. And drink beer. <laughs>